<clears throat> so Sprint or AT&T, what do you think? Uh, AT&T. 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 We go to the Airbnb. singing voice we got have. some of chris in there welcome back to everyone to everyone actually chris does have a great singing voice chris has an amazing singing i model voice. it after cody yeah so. <laughs> you model it after yep. me i'm just trying to emulate you i'm flattered <sighs> like bradley cooper does sam elliott you know? he's a beautiful man <laughs> he's a beautiful man is that true in uh in that in uh, uh stars in, born yeah stars born he does stars born oh i have not seen stars born not, I haven't seen one version of that movie. I actually really do want to see it. It's really good, dude. It's been on my list, but I haven't gotten around to it, along with everything else. It's not just comic book movies that I haven't seen, everyone. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's every movie. Well, welcome to Origins Adaptations. This Thank you, Andrew. Episode 76. Oh, you're talking to the... Oh, yeah. gotcha. And you. Uh, Cody, welcome. You welcome, know, actually, Cody. I, I want to say right now, that joke was so bad. That was a supreme... That was like a That was like a Paul Feig Ghostbusters level bad. Yeah. You know, that, that little thing where it's like, oh, me, you... Uh, me, uh... No. Oh, you... Hopefully no one I know like who last, likes that movie last, hears this. That's Last Jedi humor. May the force be... I, I, you say it. I said it enough. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. The dialogue in that movie is terrible. In Last Jedi? Yeah. I didn't think the dialogue was thoroughly bad. I thought it had moments. Like the the rose. It's not about destroying the things we hate. It's about saving it's the things we love. By smashing speeders into them. Stupid. Stupid. And that forced little romantic moment, and it's like Finn's like, ugh. <laughs> what? It, you know what? I'm going to say it. She, she did not ask for consent. She, she she did she did not. She just went for it. And you could tell that he didn't want to. <laughs> you could tell. Yeah, he was like, uh... uh well, glad we could start off on a, a great start. Yeah, you know, what you is know. it if we can't just blow chunks all over, yeah. you know, a franchise that's disappointed us it's at some point you yeah. know, in time? Uh, so Which you, is honestly, so you know that's how, everything. Let's be honest. You I'm know not, how I was saying in the car... That there aren't, there isn't a movie that has, di- like, I don't say I came out disappointed. Mm. I will say, after the second rewatch of Last Jedi, is was a disappointment. Because I wasn't, twice. I wasn't as disappointed as you guys were. The first watch, I actually was cautiously optimistic of what I just saw, and then I watched it again, and I actually tried to pay attention I wasn't there as just like being in the spectacle yeah and that's where I went oh this is bad like, yeah I don't I don't know man like my thoughts keep I keep bouncing back and forth on that one I was actually just talking um to my friend about this a couple of weeks ago actually it's been probably over a month now but um uh, I was talking to our friend Scott about um that movie and I was actually telling him like you know despite all the little qualms that I had with, like, you know, the Luke storyline and Ray and Snoke being so unexplained. Yeah. 
like, and there's tons of stupid little things they sprinkled in throughout there that that like bugged me in little ways though. Yeah. It. I still liked a lot of my time with that movie. I just and I, I was one of the I was one of the few people who didn't really mind the uh, Mary Poppins Princess Leia moment. Like I didn't really I didn't I thought that was kind of cool, but a lot of people like hated it. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. But anyways, I guess what I'm saying is like I don't know that I would say it disappointed me. I would say what they did with Luke really disappointed me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's mo- that really is mostly it. All the other things I can complain about them and po- and poke fun at them, but they weren't deal breakers. The way they turned Luke into this um sad old man really was a a giant disappointment. Yeah, I think if we had gotten Luke to that point, like if we had seen movies of where Luke is dealing with stuff and like it ultimately falls to being that point, right? Then it would have been like, okay, I've seen the character arc, I've seen what they've been doing, it makes sense. But all we got was a 10 second clip of the past with something everyone is going, Luke wouldn't do that. We like, don't even get much of the damn green lightsaber. Yeah, that's really that was sad too from a from a nostalgic uh, standpoint. I just can't believe that, that we didn't even get like a lightsaber battle with Luke and his yeah. classic self made lightsaber. He made it himself. I'm not saying the lightsaber made it itself. It's self made. <laughs> self made. Well, let's move on from disappointment and move on to exciting news. Uh which actually is a disappointment to start off. Um, DC has decided to cut their comic line down uh, down to 52. I didn't even know they had 52. Okay, so they're cutting down their comics down to 52. Uh, 52 titles, which is a lot. Um, but then they are also going to be very soon cutting that by another 50%. So that should leave them around 26 comic titles uh, currently ongoing, which to me is still a lot. Like, that's insane. How that many does Marvel doing? have right now? Uh, great question. Yeah, I, 26. I won't be able to find the answer. Like, I will. I will. Uh, I'll tell you guys next week. Gotcha. Um, 26 is a lot, though. Yeah, but that's actually. Compared to what they've been having, that's that's quite a fifty percent of what they cut it down to. Uh, there's just not a lot of sales. Um, I think they're cleaning shop for unnecessary titles, uh, which I would agree that needs to happen. I think Marvel needs to do that. Maybe like trim it down. I was going to. I was reading uh, Amazing Spider-Man, the the last issue, and like. It it said go read this and the spider guidance, the spider guidance thing, which was the end of it was Dan Slott's last thing he did, and it's uh like the conclusion to Spider Verse. It wasn't that great, um, but in that when that ended, it had and go read all these other characters and these other. There's going to be a new Superior Spider Man with. Otto Octavius as Spider-Man. Uh, there's going to there's already the Miles Morales Spider-Man going. There's uh, Amazing Spider-Man. I think Spectacular Spider-Man 
is still going. Mm -hmm. And then there's Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Then there's Spider-Woman, which is Spider-Gwen. It's just like, there's just so many spider titles. Why? Mm. Why are there so many spider titles? Uh, so, I, yeah, I it's think... it's overkill. It is. For me right now, it's just like, I'm just going to focus on Amazing Spider-Man, but I know there's a lot of other good stuff out there. Like, I, it's cool that, you know, writers and artists are getting jobs in doing this. Um, my worry is that they'll get cut. And then we won't be able to get a fully fleshed story um, of what they have. And the and that comes with desperate measures. Um, I think there's some characters that currently don't need a comic line. Like, I don't think Venom needs a current comic line. Um, yeah. Especially That's since definitely they... definitely not... A, it's not required. Like, they we brought don't have Eddie, to have one. They brought Eddie Brock back. And it's just like, if you're going to continue doing it, I think they should have just stuck with uh, Flash Thompson as Agent Venom. Um, yeah. So, that is my thoughts. It is crazy that uh, DC is doing that, though. They're going to keep their main ones. Don't worry. You're going to get your detective comics, action comics, Batman, Superman, mm-hmm. uh, Green Lantern, Flash, uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Those are all staying. Sure. And those deserve to. Superboy is joining the Teen Titans TV show on the DC Universe streaming platform. Or not Teen Titans, since I think two of them aren't teens. Uh, which is So it's just called Titans. Uh, he will be joining in season two. Apparently he was teased at the end of season one. Um, I don't know. I haven't watched the show. Uh, I guess I should at some point. Um I just haven't been interested, and uh, I don't want to pay for another streaming platform. Yeah, that I, you know, I already have Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, Spotify, YouTube. You don't Red, need anymore. YouTube Red, PlayStation Plus, Xbox Live. It's just like I, I'm, I, I went all this way so I didn't have to pay for cable, but the amount I'm paying is essentially the same as cable. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that's pretty interesting, though, for him to join Titans. Uh, I know that he did join the Teen Titans a little later. Uh, I think he was part of the new Teen Titan, the new new Teen Titans, uh, and then he also was a part of the Young Justice line. Um, I know that was with Tim Drake and uh, Tim Drake and Bart Allen, um, who's Impulse. Um. Speaking of the DC Universe platform, though, the one show that I, if I had to start paying and getting it, I think the one that I would want to have is uh, for Doom Patrol. I'm ex- super, super excited to get to watch that. And I've heard good things. Brendan Fraser is starring in it. Yeah. Uh, I love I love him. I, it's <laughs> such a sad story. It is. And I'm excited that he can come back and start working again mm-hmm. and feel good doing it. He has not aged well. He has not aged well. I know. Uh, well, that's stress and yeah, and depression and depression and, and life will yeah. do to you. Spider Verse wins best animated movie at the Oscars, which is super exciting. I'm pretty cool. sure Black Panther won some of its Oscars that it was nominated for as well. I didn't really pay attention to that. Well, so what all was it but. nominated for again? 
let's see. Let's see. Let's throw stones. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just Black kidding. Panther Oscar nomination. Oscar. Best original score, best costume design, best production design, and best picture. Uh, best sound mixing, best sound editing. It won best musical score, best costume design, and best production design. Um, I call shenanigans on production design because I'm pretty sure Endgame should have, or, wow, Infinity War should have won that. Yeah. Uh, original score, it didn't even put the, I thought the original score was actually pretty lame, but. So they're, so they're not giving it. So they're not talking about the Kendrick Lamar no 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 soundtrack. They're talking about the score. Yes, they're the talking score is about not good. They're talking about Ludwig Göransson. The, the score is not good. Yeah, it's kind of forgettable. I don't even remember. I don't remember a moment of it. I remember. Did Wonder Woman even get nominated for the best score? Wonder Woman was the year before. No, but, I, no, uh, no, yeah. no, no. I know, I know. It, it, uh, when it was out, was it nominated for for score? I don't think so. That had a much better theme. I agree. I don't remember Black Panther's theme. That that was cool. Oh yeah, I still really enjoy that theme. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, but no, uh, I'm just really excited for Spider Verse to get Best Animated. I think Spider Verse, if Best Animated didn't take place of Best Picture to be nominated, I think Spider Verse should have won Best Picture as well. Um. It is a really fantastic movie that I highly suggest, and I think it's coming out on Blu-ray soon, so everyone should go see it, because it's really good. Uh, Will Smith to exit Suicide Squad sequel. So we talked about how hmm. the Suicide Squad sequel won't be... It's going to be more of like a reboot, more of like oh. a retconning, than it is a like an actual sequel. Uh, and it seems that Will Smith has exited as Deadshot. I don't know if Deadshot is exiting. Um, I would assume so. I can't imagine them like replacing Will Smith and be like, "This is Deadshot." So like, wait, are, what are they? Are they calling it Suicide Squad Two? Uh, it but is just retcon- It That's is called. Well, there is no name yet. Okay, it just is. Because if you retcon the first one, then this wouldn't actually be a sequel. No. at all. No, it would just be they're making they'd be making another Suicide Squad movie, correct? Huh? Which actually fits more in line with Suicide Squad in general, because su- like no one is permanently on Suicide Squad, like it is a it is a rotating cast all yeah, the true. time, um, because it's literally just Amanda Waller putting criminals together to go do things she doesn't want to do, because it's deadly and they could die. And if they die, she doesn't care. Right. Yeah. Uh, Which then, speaking of, WB's new strategy for the DC movies is to be less connected um, and more standalone. Which, I am going to do a little clap here. Good job. Good job, WB. You have decided to do what I told you to do. Back when BVS <laughs> came out, uh, which was stop, um, stop trying to be Marvel. You're not going to be Marvel. Uh, well, I thought that all all the moves that Marvel made that made them successful, DC was going ahead and doing just the opposite, like introducing characters improperly and not building well, and not building yeah. on it. But they but, thought they thought 
what Marvel did was created a connected universe. Yeah. And that's but the problem yeah. is is that they brought three of their mainline characters into a connected universe in one movie. Uh and did it terribly. Ugh. Uh and then decide, you know what, we're just going to force the rest of the Justice League in here. Uh through emails. Oh, and then we're going to have we're going to have Lex Luthor name them. Like, that was even weirder. Like, he gave them yeah. their symbols. He gave them names. It was bad. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, ah, stupid. No, and I remember when that movie came out, and I said they they need to just do standalone movies that aren't connected. Do oh, yeah. their it's... own stylized version of each one. Yeah. You need to actually... Give each character some legs yeah. to stand on because, I mean, what? Aquaman should have had his own movie before he was mentioned in something else. Yes. For, I mean, that's just the most obvious example I could think of, but... Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember when we got out of that movie, and I'm sure anyone who has, you know, constantly listened to us for the past two years... um. That was two years ago, right? I'm trying to remember. When was that? BVS. Three years ago? <sighs> three years ago at this point, I think. I think ago? it was 2016. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you all know how much Andrew and I, you know, have harped and continue to harp I on this. I don't think they know. <laughs> I don't think they know. I'm sure, I'm sure it's nothing new, but the one thing I remember saying to Andrew and... Um, your friend Ben was that I wasn't as let down as I thought I was going to be. Mm-hmm. And the more I've thought about it, the more I, you know, withdraw that statement. It, it, that was, that also falls into that category of being a disappointment. That's yeah. one of those few movies where it's like, <clears throat> you don't, you shouldn't go into a movie with like a certain set of expectations. Yeah. If you're, Unless you're just trying to make yourself unhappy, mm-hmm. but um, th- it's not. It shouldn't be that hard to get a Batman and Superman movie somewhat right, and giving us a bad Lex Luthor was, you know, the the tip of the iceberg. But there was obviously, I mean, tons wrong with that movie. It was just so scatterbrained, and the more I think about it, the sadder I get. Just about. Well, let's stop the current the- state of DC, and <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know what's going to happen. Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen, Cody. They're going to re- uh, release Aquaman two in twenty twenty two. That's so far out. <laughs> that is three years from now. They've announced a movie three years from now already. Yeah. Wow. Which I mean, we never used to know these things. You found no. out what was coming out next year. Yeah. I will say, out of the two studios. Uh, one studio has actually released 90% of the movies that they projected for, uh, whereas the other studio has released, I think, 30% of the movies they projected for. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for those who do not know, uh, there was a roadmap that came out after Avengers, I want to say, uh, where Marvel said, these are all the movies that we're going to release. And in there was Doctor Strange, uh, Ant-Man, uh, Age of Ultron 2. They had all the sequels. They had Guardians. They had uh, 
uh, a long list all the way up to 2019 in Captain Marvel, Black Panther, uh, and Endgame and Infinity War were all a, a part of that. At that point, it was just called Infinity War Part 1, Part 2. Uh, or no, I think it was Avengers 3, Part 1, Part 2. Oh, it wasn't even okay. called Infinity War. Uh, all the way up to 2019, there was one issue there that they did not release, and it was Inhumans was supposed to be its own movie. Uh, it did not become that. They pushed it to a TV show, which bombed because it was bad. Mm. Uh, and that went nowhere. But it was a movie, and I believe there was hints and rumors that Vin Diesel was going to be Black Bolt, which would have been funny since he provides the voice to Groot. Uh, but Black Bolt is a character that does not talk. And so he would be oh. the... Which, to me, he is the perfect choice. Mm-hmm. He has the body. Black Bolt wears, you know, a suit the entire time, so you don't need to see hair or anything like that. Hmm. Uh, nope, that got so that got canned and went down to a TV show. But that from that original timeline, off the top of my head, that was the only thing that wasn't on there. Wow! And what we got was Spider Man Homecoming, which I think is uh, as much as I do enjoy the Inhumans and the what they could have brought. Having Marvel get Spider-Man back is makes me more joyed. Uh, on the joy. On the flip side, uh, DC also did the same thing and said, hey, we got a roadmap of movies coming out. And they said, we've got one, uh, a Superman sequel, Man of Steel sequel, were called BVS, Batman vs. Superman. And everyone was like, okay. And then they went, we've got Wonder Woman. And it was like, okay. We've got Aquaman. Okay. And this was, I believe, like it was supposed to all happen by 2019. Like 2019 was supposed to be all these movies releasing. So mm-hmm. far, so good. We've got a Flash movie coming out. Hasn't happened. And it's, I don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, we have a Black Adam movie coming out. Uh, for those who do not know, Black Adam is the original. He was supposed to be in Shazam mm-hmm. as uh, as the villain because he is Shazam's number one villain. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh, Dwayne Johnson is playing at Black Adam, but yeah. there's going to be a Black Adam movie, and then there is going to be a Shazam movie. Shazam is coming out this year, finally, uh, but took a long time to get there. There was supposed to be a Green Lantern Corps movie uh, that has not happened. Don't know when that's going to happen. Uh that sounds like production hell to me. I can just yeah. imagine them never making a Green Lantern Corps movie. And these are these are movies that just were announced that were supposed to be out by now. Um, and we don't have them because DC f- failed. Oh, and then let, there I skipped over a couple. We did get Suicide Squad, uh, and we did get uh, a Justice League movie. We were supposed to get Justice League Part 2. There was right. supposed to be a sequel. Uh, which I think is now trashed. It's not going to happen. And there was supposed to be a Batgirl movie as well. That did not happen. There is a Birds of Prey movie happening um, that should be coming out soon. We talked about uh, Black Mask being the bad guy. I got the name wrong. It's Ewan McGregor is playing him, which I'm excited for, but I don't know how excited I am for the movie itself. Um, Yeah. So these are... It's you put the two timelines together and you see a company that knows what it's doing. Uh, it's not an infant. It is the pioneer of a building a universe. 
MCU is the best standing universe that has been like made cinematically. Yeah. Uh, DC is trying its hardest, and it couldn't do it. Uh, I don't know if they were actually trying their. I don't. They weren't trying their w, smartest. T- okay, WB was trying their hardest. Uh, DC was not trying their hardest. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the big difference there. WB had a lot of pull on what was happening with the DC movies, where Disney didn't start out with Marvel. When Iron Man and Incredible Hulk came out, they were not a part of D- Disney. Yeah, that's true. Uh. So, the universe got started before Disney got their hands on it, mm-hmm. and when Disney came in, uh, Kevin Feige was just able to be like, I, this is mine, uh, and Disney just let him have it. Um, the only To this day, I think the only thing that Disney has done that has affected the universe is firing James Gunn, which... Yeah. Uh, to me, I, I say it was Disney because any time someone has left, Kevin Feige has spoken up about it. Um, and when James Gunn was fired, he did not say anything, uh, which makes me which makes me think, once again, these are all assumptions, speculation, which makes me think he didn't want it, uh, especially since Guardians 3 was already being written and in production. Uh the best way to have a movie succeed is to have a production staff that is comfortable and excited to make another movie. Yeah. Um, Guardians 3 is now indefinitely delayed. Yeah. Uh, we don't know when it's coming out because, uh, first of all, you have the whole cast who is not excited that James Gunn isn't being isn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a script that was written, but we don't know if it's going to be used. Um, and we have just other production staff other than cast who worked very closely with James Gunn and really, really enjoyed James Gunn. Right. Uh, and DC, WB and DC have swooped him up for uh, Suicide Squad 2, which his name alone will get people to go watch that movie, uh, uh, especially after Guardians. There's going to be people that are like, I, I will just go watch this movie because it's a James Gunn movie. I don't care if it's a Suicide Squad movie. Uh so, man, but I, you have you I know have people a production. Who liked that movie too. You have there's a, here's the thing, Cody. There's people who like every movie. Yeah, there's people who love every movie. I have a coworker who I know you're right. There's I I have a coworker who we were talking about like favorite uh, cars from yeah. from these types of movies, and and he said like. I can't remember who was his number one, but one of his top choices was the purple Lamborghini from Suicide Squad. And I was like, completely forgot that was even in the film. Joker's Lamborghini? Yeah. Okay. Ew. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, Malcolm, I hope that you didn't hear that. Uh, I, I don't want to insult anyone's taste, but well, to be fair, that, just, that might like, be that might like, really that like, car might be the, the only thing he thought about in that movie. That's true. Maybe he just really dug the car. Yeah, and, I, yeah. I, I to me, what I'm seeing. Well, when is he said that, he he said he liked uh, Will Smith and um. Okay, now he needs to leave. <laughs> We're done. We're done. He said Even he, Will he, Smith. He, he said he liked Will Smith and um Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you, you know. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, say something. No. I don't need to. I don't need to. Okay. Uh, it's It just, to me, it shows the the competence versus the incompetence. That Marvel is a beast. The MCU is a beast. Marvel Studios is a beast. Uh and it's why I can go into almost every single one of their movies. They're, and I know they're form, formulaic. Uh, formulaic. I know yeah, that. Yeah, after a while, it starts to be more obvious. Yeah. It becomes obvious that they're kind of repeating um, the storytelling. And that was my thing with Black Panther, was yeah. like, I feel like people were able to just be like, oh. Well, because this movie has this political narrative, and obviously it's not a whole cast of all white people, which is what most Marvel movies are. Well, yeah, um, about ninety-nine percent. A, yeah. a, a, a lot of them. I mean, obviously there are some uh, great black actors in those other Marvel movies, but um, uh, I just I, I feel like because it was dressed up differently, mm-hmm. people interpreted it differently. But people like you and I, who are very very analytical we saw past the surface level thing like this is still the same same style of storytelling yeah same actually i will not same i was going to say uh same cgi uh it's actually worse yeah than i think a lot of the early iron man movies look better still that's hard i just re like i go and watch the first one again and i love i love the first one well no the movie isn't is great but you go back and rewatch some of that CGI. It is has not aged well. Uh, well, it hasn't aged perfectly. I wouldn't say it hasn't aged well. Like you can see, you can see like the heads on the on the suits, for instance. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that what you're talking about? No, you like you can tell that even just like the animated work of like some of the fight scenes and the movement is not as fluid as they've gotten now. That's that might be true. Um, I would say Phase Two. I thought I it say, looked more. I would say Black Panther's CG is more Phase Two-ish, except for those rhinos. Those rhinos are worse, in my opinion, than Iron Man CG. Uh, but the CG, I just is, thought the CG in, in Black Panther looked kind of splashy. To me, like, it, I didn't. I didn't buy that all of that was actually in front of me. I think it's because we've gotten used to what we have, like with Doctor Strange, maybe and. and to me, it is like phase one CG. Like, that's it's early 2010, like 2010 to 2011. Like, to me, it, it fits more on the the first Avengers kind of CG. Maybe, level. That, is a, maybe that is a harsh critique on my end, but yeah. I don't know. I just. We also have Guardians, uh, Guardians 1 and 2, which had incredible CG. Oh, yeah. Um, 2 looked amazing. Yeah. I gotta, I, I gotta say that. 2, I mean, as much as I know. We were kind of well a little bit unenthralled with the plot. Mm-hmm. I I liked how the movie looked. Yeah, it had great CG. And and I'm not saying like there weren't perfect, there weren't like flawed moments with the MCU, uh, in Phase Two with the CG. I mean, in Guardians, like I just said, the space scene where Star Lord's face freezes over, uh, that CG's bad. It's just really hard to do, mm-hmm. but that CG is like it. It's hard to make it look convincing. It stands out. It's hard it to make it look for the rest of the convincing. Movie. Yeah. It's just yeah. Uh, 
But no, uh, even though it has that, I still enjoyed Black Panther than I have, I would say, majority of the DC movies. Oh, sure. And sure, yeah. That's I would, I would what, still agree with that. What I am saying there is, and it, it dawned so on me maybe, as I was maybe walking. Maybe we do have different expectations then because for, for certain movies because, I mean, going into Black Panther, I definitely had a certain set of expectations. I When I went and saw... Wonder Woman, I actually didn't have any, and I loved it. Well, and that's where I don't... So maybe I do have expectations yeah. that I just don't even realize it. For, for me, that's... The reason I, I was telling Cody this in the car is I try not to, when I leave a movie, if I didn't like it, I try not to say I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. And the reason I do that is just because I go in trying to go with no expectations with what this movie is, what it is giving me, enjoyment-wise, entertainment-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh a, a fine example is last night I decided to, after, you know, I I did have expectations. I expected this movie to be terrible. I watched the new Jum- Jumanji last night. Yeah, you told me. And I was not. Uh, I was surprised with how much I actually enjoyed myself. I've heard that it's a really fun movie. It, it is super fun. I, I do want to see it. The story is extremely basic. Sure. The CG is not the best. Uh but w- the one thing they got down was the dialogue. The interaction between the four characters and the four actors is solid. It's always the most important thing. Good, and good dialogue means it's going to be at least a decent movie. Yeah. And so I, w- I was fairly entertained. Uh, Jack Black, uh, as a high school teenage mm-hmm. dra- uh, you know, drama queen, is incredible. I already crushed it. Yeah, he did. Like, out, like hit it. Out of the park. Like, <laughs> people are hitting, like, you know, midfield. Yeah. You know, a eh, good little hit. And Jack uh, And just... he just home run over the fences. <laughs> yeah. Kind of style. Uh, and to be fair, Kevin Hart actually did a pretty good job. Um, I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan, but he did. Are you really kind of neutral job. on him? Yeah. Uh, he's hit or miss for me. I really liked his first uh, his two, er, his, his early first stuff, two or three stand-ups. His early stuff is better than his later stuff, I will admit. Did you? I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but uh, we, we we can quickly U-turn. Okay. I just well, as we're talking about modern comedian, contemporary comedians, um, I have never watched an Aziz Ansari special. I've never watched one of. Uh, I don't know maybe why I, have. I haven't. I, I just I, I watched, just haven't. I watched one of his first ones where he talks about uh how he enjoys having a sweatshirt more than he enjoys a relationship it, it, having a what a, like his sweatshirts he he has a closer relationship to his sweatshirts than he does with relations- the women he's been yeah, with yeah 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 it's really sad like when they borrow his sweatshirt and then like the relationship ends he goes back for the sweatshirt cuz he cares more about the sweatshirt oh, than the That's pretty funny. Yeah. I like that. It was pretty good. Uh, Let's U-turn. Yeah. So what I try to say is I try to not say I was disappointed. I will objective, try to objectively just say that was not an enjoyable time for me. And I guess that's subjective. But what I try to do is point out uh, like what I think is objective of plot line, dialogue, acting, and... Yeah. Uh, and to me, you have a criteria. Yes, that's uh, what, that's what I tell everyone is. It's like, it's it's not necessarily that 
See, to if, so, if someone else has a reasonable criteria that's different than yours, yeah. Like maybe let's say here's a good point. Maybe you value acting more, and someone else values production quality more. Yeah. Okay, then you might judge movies a little bit differently, but you got to be you're consistent mm-hmm. with your criteria. Yeah, and that's with like important Jumanji. I'm not gonna go around recommending Jumanji to everyone. Like, if I know a person who wants to experience like high class film and just can't bother themselves with silliness, silliness, and just action packed fun, I'm not going to recommend this movie. They're going to find it stupid, and I I totally agree with them. Like, it is stupid. Um, but entertainment is stupid, and that's yes. the uh, one of my very favorite quotes of any entertainer of all time was David Byrne from the Talking Heads uh, created the slogan "Stop Making Sense" mm-hmm. for his for his uh, his band's promotion for uh, their Speaking in Tongues tour, I believe it was, and it was basically him saying, "Music and entertainment doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Why why do I have to convey?" Um, all these deep feelings to you. Why, why, why can't I just get up there and make a bunch of crazy, fun, funky sounds and lyrics that are just bizarre? Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of enlightening to me because it's, you know, it is all just for fun. Yeah. We kind of forget about that when we get, you know, into the, into the nitty gritty. And especially you and I who, you know, we, we really, really appreciate all that goes into everything. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it is just about, you know, entertainment. Yeah. And, <laughs> Like, I know I'm extremely critical on a lot of things. Uh, Do you, though? <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I am. Uh, no, and I think what what people will point out is, like, Venom. Venom, there's a lot of people that found, found that movie entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not one of those people. Uh, and it's not, like, there is a, a big part of it is that it, it it's a bad Venom movie. Mm-hmm. Uh which to me should be into consideration. If you are adapting something, you should adapt it well. You should be respecting the source material. You should, yeah, in my opinion, that is how it should happen. Uh, however, the the large other half of why I did not enjoy that movie is I, I legitimately found the dialogue to be cheesy and not cheesy in a fun way, but as in like, this is cringeworthy. Right. Uh, I found the CG to be extremely bad, and I found the pacing and editing of the movie to be horrendous. Really? Yeah. And oh man, that's... this movie's intriguing me. Hearing everyone talk about this, like you know, because I've, I've talked to about I don't know, I want to say seven people, yeah. who have told me that they were either disappointed with Venom or they really just didn't like it. I, I'd say now this movie is at the top of my list of movies <laughs> I want to see. I I, I I have to see this for myself. So this is I a owe mo- it to myself. This as is a, a fan. movie that actually I tell people to go watch, uh, not to stay away from. Uh, because of how many people that I know that said they enjoyed their time with it. Um, and that that's where I can say it's objectively bad, but subjectively people are going to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of those types of movies, too. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I would say Jumanji is objectively not that great of a movie. Uh, but it to me, they hit the... The dialogue choices, and so I was entertained. Yeah, the, movie. the, the action isn't if, that great either. In, in Jumanji, yeah, oh, it's not. It's also the setting. Like, give me, throw me people into like a jungle and have them go on an adventure in the jungle, and uh, you know, I'm down. Um, I'm down so, to clown. So, so the 
the act the action isn't fantastic, but the dialogue is decent for a comedy then? Yes. Okay. I would say very much so. Uh and I am a my comedy is all over the place too. Like I love dry comedy, but I all, I am a person who will laugh at someone getting punched in the face. Like it's I yeah, I, I like find a lot. a lot of comedy funny. I'm the same. I like I like a lot of different styles. Mm-hmm. I I think when things are too deadpan, I I get over it. I, I I'm I'm kind of over it after a while. But I love dry comedy. But not all yeah. dry comedy is deadpan. No, it's just it's just I don't know. Like all all Liam uh, Nelson's dialogue is dry comedy. Liam Nelson. Neeson. 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 Neil. Not Liam. No, uh, who, who, who are you thinking of? Oh my gosh, Liam Nelson. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh. Uh, I always mess up his name. Neil, freaking airplane. Naked oh, gun. Les- Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. That's it. It's an L. Yeah, not Liam. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. No, all his all his comedy is dry comedy. Yeah, like he. Is a is a deadpan serious character? Yeah. But the way he do, like the things he says are ridiculous and outlandish, and it's hilarious. Yes, but exactly. he is a, he is a dry character. Like he he says himself, he's he's not funny. Like he is not a he tries not to be funny. He doesn't do comedy. <laughs> but I, mean, I know which he is, said that in an interview, it's which just... in itself is comedic because he is <laughs> one of the like top com- comics of all time. Like yeah, like slapstick comics. It's just because of. He can portray that character. He has that mentality, so he's able to portray that character so well. He's so serious. Well, yeah. I, I heard, I mean, I don't know if he started to change his opinions on, on uh, the style of humor that he did throughout his career, but I know when he got the uh, the role for Airplane, he said he didn't find it funny, yeah. and that was why he was able to deliver the lines so convincing. I don't, I don't know how he would be able to do that because uh, his lines in that movie are hilarious. Just, I mean, even from the moment you first see him, are you a yeah. doctor? That's right. And he's got his stethoscope <laughs> yeah. in his ears. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's, I, but then I know some people who don't like Airplane. And this is, yeah. I, I guess, just to tie this all together, there are certain things. I think there are, there are better ways to do things than others, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not everyone's going to have the same opinion on every movie, but I think when it comes down to it, like, Try and be, you know, fairly open-minded to a lot of different things. Yeah. And different approaches and stuff. But then also realize, also recognize when something just looks bad. Yeah. And the trailer for Venom, I thought, just looked bad. <laughs> and oh, that's a whole other category uh, of trailers, bad trailers and good trailers. And yeah. Uh, you know, circling it all back to Aquaman 2 coming out. Aquaman to me was not a great movie but i respect other people who say they enjoyed the movie permission uh, to come aboard permission to come aboard uh, come, uh come, come board <laughs> permission permission to come aboard uh he i would say that people who enjoyed that movie good for them uh they probably all like to surf yeah or are very doodly yeah doodly 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 uh, He's the king of dude. But here's the thing: Absolutely. I love that character. Like, 
I love the surfer bro character. If this I was too. if this was any other movie, if he was any other character, like if there was a if Dude. He, if there was Aquaman and he was like a surfer bro character mm-hmm. in the movie that's not Aquaman, I would have enjoyed him more. I was I was also gonna say if they made like a slapstick Mel Brooks style uh, parody of Aquaman, yeah, that would be awesome too. Yeah. If it, it's it's just about getting. It's about, it's about getting the character right, and Arthur Curry is not a bro. No, <laughs> at all. No. He's, uh, it's weird because in that first image we saw of him, he looked so savage. Yeah. And they kind of still make him tough, but he doesn't have any of the attitude. Well, he's, he's, he's he not looks, savage. He looks so scary in that in that yeah. uh, first DC poster yeah. with his trident. Oh man, he looked awesome. It's that is sad. That is sad. Uh, Water under the bridge at this yeah. point. I do have two corrections to make this week, though. Uh, I messed up royally last last episode. Uh, what did you mess up royally? It on? is twenty eight days later, not twenty four hours later. I don't know why I was <laughs> even thinking that. And the sequel is twenty eight weeks later. Uh, these are things that I realized almost immediately after recording last week um, that I was in a weird place. I don't know why I couldn't remember <laughs> this. Uh, and then the other things that I remember reading and thinking to myself and I didn't say out loud is that uh, the Robin in Batman Beyond was uh, had a device inserted into him that over time made him Joker. Like, he was implanted with a device that over time made him turn into a clone of Joker. Gotcha. Like, that is is how he became Joker. Uh, Where I said, I think, in my manipulation, and that he just became Joker later on. Uh, Which, as I was reading the plot to it, I read that, and then, uh, in my mind, though, apparently, I didn't say it on the podcast. So, those are the two corrections I have. If I have more... like, if there are more that I need to make, just let me know. Uh, let Cody know. Let Chris know. Let us know. Uh, Our social media just blows up. <laughs> yeah. These are all the things you got wrong. <laughs> oh, no. And not only last episode, but here's all the other crap yeah. you screwed up yeah, on. Yeah, for the rest of time. <laughs> Actually, I will say one. <laughs> I will say one. Back in our best of 2018, we talked about a bunch of superhero movies that came out. We forgot to say Ant-Man 2. We did. Yeah, we left. And that's an awesome movie. Yeah, we left I want to say I loved that movie. Yeah. How did we forget that I don't one? Know. Shame we even on had us. A, we even had a whole episode dedicated to it. Shame on us. I liked that movie. Yeah. Uh, You're so right. We absolutely did not mention that movie. Yeah. And corrections, though. I think, that is a, I think that's it. Once again, if you have any, let us know. Uh, moving on to our main topic, though. This is one that I'm excited about. It's a little bit of a, you know... I know that we can be educational and informational, uh, informative, if you will, on this show. And I would say that this episode is probably going to be more so in that category. We'll make it entertaining, don't worry. But today we're going we'll to be try. Talking, today we're going to talk about the different listing of characters. You've probably heard us say many times on this podcast he was a b-list character he was an a-list character c-list character uh and it really goes down to d there's if you go below d i think d is the lowest i don't know anyone who's saying like f-list character i, I don't think there's that's such like, thing i think that's just a character. that would just be an extra or something yeah yeah uh 
And so that's what we're going to talk about. I just want to talk about the different types. We'll give examples of and who are the characters talking, are. And are we talking, are we including other um, people who could be like in the cast or we're just talking superheroes? Uh, comic book characters. Okay. Uh, so Perry White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they still yeah, count. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Not just the main characters, not just the villains, but any of the characters in general. Because, okay. yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, and there's different categories inside of that. There are A-list main characters. There are A-list side characters. Uh, there's A-list villains. There's B-list villains. Um, so we're just going to talk about that. So A-list, starting at the very top. Rhino. Uh, is an A-list villain. You are correct. Uh, <laughs> no, A-list is popularity. Right. Uh, so these listings are and popularity. impact. They, impact, I would yes. say, too. These are not... The listings are not um, power rankings because Batman is an A-list character, but his power ranking as a fighter, you are not taking him to go fight Thanos uh, right. by himself. He'd probably find a way to kill him uh, over time. Over time. but uh, <laughs> Let's not get into that. But Thanos would, on a one-on-one fight, Thanos would crush his skull almost yeah. immediately. Uh, so that is what it is. A-list superheroes are pop- popularity cultural impact yeah um there are characters who have been at the top they've been a-list characters they have dropped down below there have been characters who have risen to the top uh through other means um for example a-list characters currently uh and i would say that's important um is when they are currently being said because uh once again different times uh of comic book seasons and now with media, uh, characters are becoming more A-list uh, and characters are becoming B-list. Yeah, I think what's happening right now is you, with the Marvel movies especially is you're seeing all these characters being introduced into the film media and they're getting more attention. Yes. So you have like character. we were talking about Ant-Man, for instance. Now people know who he is. Yeah. But there's a long period of time where only comic book readers knew who he was. Correct. And same with Guardians. Yeah. And and as you said at the beginning, or was it before the show, or was it at the beginning of the show that you mentioned that Iron Man is a B-list character originally? I before the show, yeah. but I, I've talked about it many times on the yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, so A-list characters, for those who do not know, uh, are going to be you know, Batman, Spider-Man, Superman, Wolverine, uh, Wolverine now, uh, and that's going to be I want to talk about. Uh, Wolverine has risen to the A-list top. Uh, because he's been there since I would say the nineties, late nineties. Wolverine was he, not a central character in the X Men universe. No, he but was, no, he wasn't on. Okay, oh, if you're talking about story centric, then yes. But he was a favorite character of every every kid that I knew had like. like what? Wait, let me backpedal. Every friend that I had growing up, I remember like they had some kind of Wolverine toy if they were a fan of the X-Men. Interesting. Because that's, to me, that's, that's, I didn't have friends that had that. I had friends who, I had, I had friends who played with X-Men toys and I, we would trade and stuff like that. That wasn't like. No, no, I'm saying my friends um, liked, uh, like Toad. No. They, for some reason they liked Toad. That oh, was really? One. But Beast, Beast, Cyclops, uh, they liked Jean Grey, like, a lot of these people preferred these characters over the, over Wolverine. Hmm. I I always thought he was one of the more popular X Men characters. I mean, he's. I would say he's. He's never been C list. 
He was introduced B-list and he rose. He was like, certainly introduced B-list. Yeah, yes. for sure. I mean, he was introduced in a whole comic. Yeah. So I agree with yeah. that. Uh, but he rose, and that's to me that's as a character who has risen. Now Wolverine is an A-list character. You don't talk about X-Men without Wolverine. Um, yeah, and they made the him. Longest, too, they made him too A-list. Yes, honestly, yes, he is now. Uh, risen above the rank of every single X-Men. He is now... You cannot have an X-Men story without Cy- or X- Wolverine anymore because... Which is yeah. silly. Yeah. Uh, so, those are A-list characters. Uh, once again, like I said, currently Iron Man is A-list. Yeah. Iron Man used to be a B-list character. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but because of... The MCU, he has definitely risen. He you think was, it also changed when they changed his outfit? Uh, versus when he looked like the Michelin Man? <laughs> no, um, no, not really. I would say even before, uh, the reason that they got away with his character assassination in Civil War uh, was because not many people cared about Tony Stark. Um, but now when you go back and read... Uh, you read from the original comics up to Civil War. Who he is in Civil War does not make sense. Uh, but to me, I think they, they had that comfortableness of being able to do that. Um, now, once again, this is not in comic universe because if you are a comic book fan, of if you are a Marvel comic book fan, you most likely, most likely read Avengers. So you've been with Iron Man, Tony Stark... For a very long time, and you you really enjoyed Invincible Iron Man, but he just wasn't popular uh, among the masses. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't Spider Man. He to me, he wasn't even Captain America. Like people, no, no, Captain America absolutely had, not. Captain America was on the tippy tip of the B list characters. Um, that he he was well known, um, not really. His story, but when you said Captain America, people people had yeah. an image in their head of what it was. Right. And people knew the suit and the shield. Yeah. And when he first started, he was a, he was a cultural phenomenon. Like, yeah. Uh, having a character who stood up um, for the oppressed was very important. Um, yeah. So those are A-list characters. Um and we'll just have a little fun. Cody, who's your favorite A-list character? My favorite A-list character is Batman, hands yeah, down. Okay. I think everyone knew that. And <laughs> mine is Spider-Man. And so those are A-list main characters. Uh, there's also A-list villains. Joker is an A-list villain. Yeah. His name is known pretty much everywhere. Uh, to me, I think... Thanos is on the tip of a B-list villain. Like he is Thanos now, is yeah. He has now become like people know who Thanos is. Mm-hmm. Uh he is now in so that weird because yeah. he was such a comic booky name. Yeah. To mention like, oh, this uh I this, mean one th- of his th- first issues has Thanos in it. One of his first iterations, he literally is flying around on a ho- helicopter. It's just like, what is this? Like, he's such a silly character. Uh but he's He's changed. He's evolved. They've done a lot with his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, another character who rose through the B list uh, shattered the freaking, you know, ceiling to that B list was Deadpool. 
Oh yeah, Dead, for sure. Like I learned about Deadpool through Ultimate Alliance, the video game, mm-hmm. and I knew like I had fun because he, he shouted chimichangas, like yeah. it was it was fun tacos, you know, whatever. Uh, but it really wasn't until the Deadpool movie that people just it exploded. He was in the freaking he was in all the comics. He like, did become kind of flavor of the mon- month for a comic book. Uh, it was readers. like 2010. I want to yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of stayed there. Yeah, he's been there. He's uh, a part of a lot of the Marvel teams. Um, I remember um, when I worked briefly at Odyssey Comics towards the end of their of their time as a comic book shop in Vancouver. Um, I remember this one kid's bag. He he also worked there. We we were both going home with our store credit. Yeah, because you worked for store credit there. Okay, and I worked there for a, a, I want to say maybe a year. And uh, his bag was so different from mine. Yeah. Like, I mean, of course, I have, I have like, my Wolverine and, and my Punisher, but his bag was just chock full of anti-heroes. Yeah. And he had so much Deadpool, and I was like, what's the deal, man? Yeah. Like, you want know Superman? Like, you're too cool for that? Or, <laughs> and he was like, well, it's just more interesting. I'm like, okay, well, let me check out what this Deadpool guy is. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty entertaining. Yeah. Like, I understand now. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, what do you have against Batman? <laughs> And and he was like, I like Joker more. <laughs> he, he was one of those. He I knew this kid. Oh God, I can't remember his name, but he used to wear purple, and he he wore like he wore the skinny jeans back when it was the emo thing. Yeah. Now it's become it's fled it's fled, it's bled into everything else. Yeah. But he wore like bright purple skinny jeans, a Heath Ledger Joker shirt, purple rimmed glasses. He had his emo. Bitch bang haircut, <laughs> oh my gosh. and then he uh, he usually had some kind of belt buckle that was comic book themed. Yeah, and he was the guy who had the bag full of anti hero stuff. Yeah. Of course like, he is. And I was like, oh man, this kid's so angsty <laughs> and so edgy. Oh man, uh, the Gerard. Well, I guess actually Gerard Way is a comic book goer. Yeah. I was gonna say the Gerard Way of of comic book goers, <laughs> but uh, hey, I need to watch that series, Umbrella Academy. I have. I need to watch it. It's based off a comic book. Yeah, he wrote it. Jar yeah. away from MCR wrote it. I, I believe. Yeah. Um, anyways, no, but that was kind of my first um, introduction to Deadpool, and he also was into other uh, B-list characters. So like that was kind of 2010 was when I started to learn about those types of characters, mm-hmm. ones who I just never paid attention to. Yeah. In my youth. So uh, in in that area, uh, one character that we were discussing. Uh, who is an A-list sidekick, uh, which is Robin. Uh, Dick Grayson's Robin. Mm. Um, well, actually, just Dick Grayson in general. Yeah, and who has risen and now is just an A-list character. You do not have uh, the DC universe without yeah. Nightwing, Dick Grayson in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has started many things, the Teen Titans team. Um, but people know him as Robin. Like, you go, oh, that's Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh and when they say Robin, they're most likely talking about Dick Grayson's Robin. Yeah. Um, I think when I think to this day, as as silly as it sounds, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, maybe you won't. When people think of Robin, I think they still think of Burt Ward on the old '60s show. Oh, probably. Okay, so you either so that you or the old the old like '50s '50s comics. Yeah, which had you know the, the big grin. Yeah. Uh, 
so those are A-list characters. Those are characters everyone knows about. If I'm going to say the name, everyone who's listening, if it's your first time listening and you've never picked up a comic, you probably know. Like, you just know the name because you've either seen the movies or it's just all over the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that said, um, there are B-list characters who are in movies uh, that people re- still don't really know anything about. One is because her movie hasn't come out, but uh, Captain Marvel is a B-list character. Yeah. Uh, and this is another... Another... Uh, example of a powerhouse who is a B-list character. Right. Um, She's mega powerful. Yes. She is one of the most powerful beings in the Marvel uh, universe, but not many people know much about her, where she came from, or anything like that. Uh, And things that contribute to this, I think, would be um, impact when they were introduced. Yeah. Sales. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you can have a character who's really, who's good and and by by good I mean you know a compelling character who has cool powers and stuff, but if they weren't marketed as well as another character, yeah. maybe their logo wasn't as cool, their outfit wasn't as dope. I mean, those things all contribute to to that. And I think she's would you say she's victim to that a little bit? Maybe like maybe like her uh, her, me, Im- her image maybe is to me she first of all it's a name change. Yeah. When she first started, she was Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, it, it is the, you know, sexualization of her character. Uh, the Miss Marvel original costume is not a good costume. Mm. Uh, I will I will say it now. I know there's people out there that probably prefer it because, you know, they want to see it. Uh, but it was a one-piece bikini. Like, it literally was just it just writ rode up so much yeah um didn't have any legs or anything um she's always drawn with super busty with you know uh a good old big behind uh (laughs) and that like she was known for that like people uh throughout the comic you know how dick grayson is known for his butt like miss marvel was known for her butt uh and I th- I think at that point she became more of a joke than she was taken as a serious character, and it wasn't really until bec- before she became actual Captain Marvel that she was taken seriously, and now she has been taken more seriously. Her costume is more appropriate for you know looking at, uh, and it to me it fits her better than her original costume did. Uh, now on top of that, another solid, uh, uh, I would actually put her more near the bottom of the B list, top of the C list, is the current Miss Marvel, who is Kamala Khan. Uh not many people know about her. When they see when I see cosplays or anything of that with her, uh I know that that's a character that someone uh really, really enjoys and they mm-hmm. they have invested their time into that character. Uh a character who have, who has risen out of the C list and more of the top of the B list might hit the A list is Miles Morales' Spider Man. Um, yeah, and Into the Spider Verse really, really helped with that. Uh, but for the longest time, when you have people saying that Don- Donald Glover couldn't be Spider Man because Spider Man can't be black, there was a lot of those people that they didn't know who Miles Morales was. Uh, Miles Morales was a thing, and so to me, that showed that the that his character he really was a C list character. Yeah. Um, 
he Oh yeah, the average person like doesn't know yeah. that there was a black Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know until about 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, and he I, was created I, like 10 years ago, so. Oh, was he? Yeah. So I guess I did figure out about him when he was pretty new. <laughs> I yeah. I thought he's been around for ages. Like like I mean, I 10 guess, years is a long time. It's weird to think that I've been reading <laughs> comics that long. Yeah. Cuz I don't think about it as as, you know, I I don't think about comics as like you know, something I've been doing for all that long of a time now. Yeah. But I guess I have. Uh and so what B list really is, B list is characters that if you are into comics, uh you you know them. Like you you can say a name, like we were saying, Ant Man was that character. You said Ant Man to you know, the general populace and people didn't know who you're talking about. Right. And to me, Ant Man is actually still at the bottom of the A-list characters. There are a lot of people that know him. Uh, they think Paul Rudd is Ant-Man. Not a lot of people know that Hank Pym was the original Ant-Man. The Michael Douglas character, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and they don't like. They don't think of that as Ant-Man. They think of Scott Lang, Paul Rudd's character, as Ant-Man. Right. And, uh, f- but for the longest time, Ant-Man, if you were in the comic world, like if you were invested in Marvel, you knew who Ant-Man was. He was the original founder of the Avengers, and he popped up in many places. Scott Lang took over as the role. There was Yellow Jacket, Giant Man, all of these characters. You knew who Hank Pym was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he, uh, notorious for the slapper hurt, hurt around the world, uh, for the one panel where he slapped uh, Janet, um, who is the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Uh, which it was a huge issue to this day. In Ultimates, right? Uh, they that was a version of it. Okay. Uh, no, this w- originally happened in the original comics. Uh, I she didn't was, know that that happened outside of Ultimates. Yes, she was like, uh, he was like in a weird like mood, like it was, and he lifted his hand and it, the original intent for this was to just lift his hand not to do anything um but then there was a miscommunication and they had him actually slap her uh and it was it was a huge huge deal and he his character really hasn't recovered since then um since that time like it is a black spot in Ant-Man's history uh Except for Scott Lang. That didn't happen to Scott Lang, though. I think that's why there's been a lot of pull for that character, um, especially since he has the daughter mm-hmm. uh, who roots for him. He's divorced, uh, and he's just a fun little dude. He's an ex-con. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a, st- it's an in- interesting character that I could see why they went with him. Yeah, I get why they went with him, just because Scott Lang wasn't the one who did the slap. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that I, I still consider Ant Man to be a very notorious B list character. Yeah, so that's why day. I said that's why I said like bottom of the A list, bottom A, because, top of the B. Yeah, and because it he is still a a B list is if you know the comics, you know about them. If you were reading comics, you knew who Hawkeye was. Like, yeah, Hawkeye still is a B list character. Yes, just because. You know, and so is Natasha. Yeah, Black Widow is also still a B-list character. Mm-hmm. These are the side characters in the Avengers movies. They're there, and you say Black Widow, and people vaguely knew know who you're talking about. But really, all they know that you're talking about is Scarlett Johansson and Jeremy Renner. Right. Like they don't really know the characters because those characters haven't been fleshed out. Yeah, they don't the know anything about their back their their yeah. comic book backstories. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, you might know you might know that she was a double agent and she was Russian, but yeah. I mean that's the nothing. There's yeah. she has a much deeper backstory, and even that. less so about Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know much if anything about Hawkeye. Yeah. Because uh, what they put into Ultron wasn't even no, can- canon. No, not even close. So, uh, so he, you know, Hawkeye might even fall down even further on the B list. He is actually he he's rides, bottom of the B list. He rides that line of B list C list. Yeah. Uh, so my favorite B list character, uh, and this is this is a hard one. There's a lot. There's a lot of B list characters. Uh. But, um, Green Arrow, Green Arrow is my favorite B-list character. Yeah, uh, he would be at the very top of it. Yes, especially with Arrow ha- that happened. Um, but for the most part, you say Green Arrow, people don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, unless they're in the comics, they might know if you say, "Oh, have you, have you seen the show Arrow?" Yeah, but if you say, "Oh, I love Green Arrow," yeah, Oliver Queen, Green Arrow, you know, Oliver Queen, social do. social justice warrior. Oliver Queen. Uh uh he's I just love his his character. Uh he's very um cheerful, optimistic, and just loves to help people. Uh I I just love that character. And so he's he's definitely up there as one of my favorite uh B list characters. My favorite B list character. Oh man, that's tough. I know. Um, do you, would you count, uh, Gambit and Cyclops as B-list overall, or are those A-list? Uh, Gambit is B-list. Very much so. You say Gambit to anyone in the general populace, and they have no clue who you're talking I, about. I would agree. And actually, Cyclops, at this moment, is actually lower on that tier. Yeah. And that's, to to me, that's... And in be- the, in the past, maybe a little bit too. Yeah, in the past, if you said Cyclops and Wolverine, people knew who you're talking about. It was like, are you a Cyclops dude or are you Wolverine dude? Now it's like Wolverine. Like, yeah, he is. He's X Men. He it's is. Like, yeah, he is X Men. And it's like, no, Cyclops is X Men. And they're like, no, who are you talking about? I suppose for for me for B list, I'd probably I'd probably go with Cyclops. Yeah. I've always liked Cyclops. He's he's my favorite X Men. Well, ah, take that back. Who my favorite X Men is a C list character. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Angel. Oh yeah, uh, you do love you do love Angel. I, yeah. I love Angel. Uh, who later becomes Archangel after uh dealing with Dark Side. Not Dark Side. Wow. Dark Side. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, becomes Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Uh, Great movie. Yeah, so good. We just so talked good. about how awesome yeah. that was. Yeah. Uh, B-list villains. B-list villains are Ooh. a lot of villains. I would say a lot of Batman's villains are B-list villains. Um, you know, the yeah, lizard I is mean, a. He I mean he has some A-list, a number of A-list ones. Lizard too. Man is. I would say a B-list villain. Lizard Man, you mean Killer Croc? Killer Croc, but Lizard Man is also a B-list villain. Oh, from Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh yeah, 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 totally. But Killer Croc is a B-list villain. Yeah. The funny thing is Harley Quinn for the longest time was a B-list villain. Oh yeah, totally. She she kind of blew up. Um uh, so what was it I'm sorry, I got lost. Are you on me and what my favorite? We're just talking about we didn't do favorites with okay. this one. Okay. I kind of just talking about what I try and think what I would, who I would pick. I suppose I 
a big part of why I like Batman so much is his villains. Uh, what's that term? Not arsenal. <laughs> his rogues gallery. Uh, rogues gallery. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're fi- you're, oh man, you're, that was gonna you're kill welcome. me. If, imagine if it was just dead silence yeah. and none of us could we couldn't <laughs> think about what what term I was trying to yeah. conjure up. Um, I really do. Gosh, you you know who was kind of B list for a while, who's hmm. not anymore? Bane. Yeah, and I would say he's still, he's he's like mid tier A list. The reason why I say that is because I was talking to my dad um, a while back when Dark Knight Returns came out. Rises. And, pardon me, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Um. And. He was he he didn't make this claim, but he was repeating something that he had heard from someone else, and he he had heard on the news that somehow like oh Nolan's trying to make this political movie. It's why he he uh, he he named this villain Bane after uh, what was it Bane Capital, which was like had something oh. to do with the stock market at the time. Or <laughs> yeah, and and I said, Dad, that character's been around for forty years. Yeah, and he's like, oh, and yeah. I said he didn't name the damn character. <laughs> His, the character's name is Bane. Yeah. It's been there for a while. Yeah. So the fact that, like, just an average non-comic book reader like my dad mm-hmm. didn't didn't know anything about the character Bane. Yeah. My dad had never heard of the character at all. The proof's in the pudding. Obviously, he's not a true A-list character yeah. for, villain, for, like, a Batman villain is, like, the Riddler. The Riddler, Two-Face, Joker. Joker, for yeah. sure, yeah. And and uh, if you want to count her as a villain, uh, Catwoman. Yeah. But I, w- I would say um, Bane is certainly up there for me. Uh, who do I really like for like a, for a, a B-list villain? For me, it's oh. Craven. Actually, no, I think the, the name I was going to uh, pull out of the hat was going to be a C-list one. Oh, yeah? I'll save that. Okay. Yeah. For me, it's Craven. Craven is known in the as a Spider-Man villain, but he's not known by the general populace. But he's such a great character. Uh, same with Hobgoblin, because everyone thinks Green Goblin. Yeah, Green Goblin is this A-list character. Hobgoblin is another one. A Scorpion is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, Gargan. Gargan. Yeah. Gosh, his name. Uh, a. Oh, also, going back, what I meant was side characters. A-list side characters. Lois Lane. Lois Lane is oh, an yeah. A-list side character. Mary Jane. A lot of the, the the romantic, like, the the love interests are A-list side characters, but Lois Lane is her own character now. Mm-hmm. Um, you do not need her in a Superman story to be Lois Lane. Um, yes. I, and they proved with Invincible Iron Man that you do not need Mary Jane in a Spider-Man story to have a Mary Jane character. Uh Gwen Stacy is. You also well don't known. have to have Mary Jane look or talk like Mary uh, Jane in order to don't be do, her. You need to stop that. Sorry, you need to stop that. Uh, no, it's those are A-list characters. J. Jonah Jameson is an A-list character. Um, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, everyone knows. You know, I need pictures of Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, w- would you say J. Jonah Jameson more so than Perry White? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Because you say Perry White to. To a lot of people, and they don't know who you're talking about. And the thing is, I'd much rather hang out with Perry White. Oh, yeah. He's a cooler dude. He's a good guy. Yeah. J. Jonah Jameson's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so those are 
those are A-list characters, side characters. B-list side characters are probably going to be like your Betty Brant, um, uh, your Ned Leeds, your Ben. Oh, what's his last name? From what? Daredevil. Oh, um, Ben, Ben, Ben. Ben. I'm forgetting his last name. But he in the comic universe in the Marvel comics, he is like a like a well. He's almost in every. Oh yeah, Ben. I can't remember. Yeah, Ben. Good old Ben. Ooh, it was almost there. Uh, I almost. Dang uh, it, dude! (laughs) I almost had it. Um, Lucius Fox. Lucius Fox is a B-list character. Lucius Fox is a B-list. Alfred. Actually, Alfred might be an A-list character. Alfred's an A-list side character. He's an A-list side Um, character. You know who I would say... uh, Uh, Iris West is a B-list. See, Iris West is a B-list... Side character? Side character. You know who used to be... Karen uh, Page is a B-list side character. Okay. She used to be a C-list side character, and now she's B-list. You think Karen... Okay, probably because of the show. Yeah. Um, you know who I would say is kind of like the opposite, like because Karen Page Rose, and this one is lesser known now. Um, Vicky Vale used to be a very common Batman character. Yes, yeah. She hasn't been in ages. No, but she used to be like when you thought of the damsel in distress. Vicky Vale. Vicky, was, Vicky yeah. Vale was She's, it. She's yeah now fallen to the C list, maybe D list, just because. I don't think anyone. Yeah. I I actually I think that's kind of a shame. I I wish they would kind of revamp that character and because. Yeah. There's no reason why they need to discontinue her. She's yeah. a part of the ba- she's a part of the Batman history. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. Karen Page, because of the show, mm-hmm. crept up a notch. Yeah. And Vicky Vale certainly fell a couple. Yeah. I would say Vicky Vale might even be bottom <laughs> bottom of the C list now. Yeah. Uh. So going into C list, um, C list is the you really only knew it because you've read a lot of comics. Um. That even just the normal comic writers have a inkling of who it is, but they can't really put a face to it. Like they've heard that name before. Uh, this this starts getting very vague because I would say there's less C list and more D list characters in this category. Uh, but yeah, C list heroes are are interesting one. I would say Guardians used to be a C, used to be C-list heroes. Oh, absolutely. Um, they were heroes that not really anyone talked about. Um currently Doom Patrol is to me I would say other than the people watching the show, Doom Patrol is still a C-list cast. Mm-hmm. Um people don't know who, you know, Crazy Jane is. They don't know who Robot Man is. They don't know who the Chief is. Like these are characters that even well, like Welver's comic book readers don't know who these characters are. Yeah. Mister Nobody uh, is a fantastic C-list villain. Um, the fu- Mister Nobody. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Uh, that so that. That's mine. Uh, that's my favorite. The Doom Patrol. They are my favorite C-list act uh, team group of people. Uh, it's a it's a hard one because a lot the the hardcore comic reader of the DC world knows who Doom Patrol is, um, especially since it was written by Grant Morrison, um, or the the current the well known version is written by Grant Morrison. There was an earlier one where Beast Boy was on the team. Uh, but so having a prolific writer write it uh, really helps. Sure, you know, give it a little boost. 
Yeah, it breathes new life into mm -hmm. into characters that were kind of just not there for a while yeah. or were ignored. Yeah. Um, C list heroes. I guess it, like like you're a better gauge of this than I am. I think. Um, I would say my favorite lower tier superhero is the Atom. Yeah. But I don't know if I would go C or D with him. Uh, Did you say C? Yeah, high C. You think like, so? Yeah. If you're a Justice League reader, you know who the Atom is. He. It, it's kind of like Ant-Man. Not only can he become very small, yeah. but uh, literally, he's in everything. Like yeah. if, if you read enough DC, you're going to come across an yeah. issue that has the Atom in it. If you read Marvel, you're going to come across an issue that has Ant-Man in it. Yeah. Um, I like... Um, Firestorm. Firestorm. I, I would say I Firestorm, like Firestorm is he's a high, he's high up there on the C list. Yeah, I yeah. I like him too. Yeah. Um, I actually might sometime. I mean, I guess I, the the character origin story for Firestorm is pretty interesting. Uh, I still like the Atom more for some reason, but I know some people might think that's lame. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just I like the Atom. He's a good character. He's fun. D list. Or are we there yet? Yeah, I would say. I would say let's get there. D-list are either new characters. Uh, what falls under D-list are characters who get canceled. Like, yeah. really didn't really go anywhere. Um, There's one character that I actually want to mention to now that I think about it before before we move on. Yeah. Jimmy Olsen. Okay. Would you say B-list side character? B-list side. B-list. B-list side character? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go on. Uh... The funny thing is, I had a lot of D-list characters on my, t uh, my team, my superhero team. Uh, oh, so for those of you who might not recall, a couple oh, yeah. years ago, or is it a year ago, two years ago? Two years ago. We got a, a bunch of our buddies together. We were just hanging out in the kitchen, and we decided to see, challenge ourselves, who could put together the most ultimate superhero alliance. Yeah. Was it five guys? Mm-hmm. Our top five. And yeah. it was, and it was like who beats out who. Like at the end, at the end of the day, whose team is left mostly standing? Yeah, and uh, who won? AJ definitely not me. It was either you or AJ. Yeah, I th I think it was because we were pretty creative with it. We had a couple characters who could be either um, your celestial or your what? What, what it was, was either it? cosmic or a uh, suit. Or like leader or super powered or yeah. So yeah. and and a few characters applied to mm -hmm. a couple, but you had to be choosy about where you yeah where you pulled them from. And then yeah. you have your your street level fighter. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was really fun to do. Um, but yeah, I remember all yours were. I remember, <laughs> I remember Kevin didn't know the names of one of yours. <laughs> he didn't know the names of a lot of them. Uh, he knew the rest of ours, didn't he? He I think uh, he knew uh, mine. He didn't know. No, any no, that's what I'm saying. Mine, like I don't think he knew. In I think he didn't know any of yours. That's what I'm saying. I think I had Punisher on there. Oh, did you? Either Punisher or Ghost Rider, one of the two. Okay, then he would have known that one. But yeah, yeah. he didn't. Know and then most he of didn't. Your list. He didn't know the other ones. Yeah. Who do you remember? Here, who your whole list was? I don't remember my whole list. Uh, I had Hyperion on there. Hyperion, I do remember <laughs> that name now. Uh, Hyperion was on there. Uh, I remember Kevin laughing when he read. He goes, Hyperion. Who's that? Uh, Valerie Richards. Um, was Reed, in, Reed's daughter. Yeah, was on there. Uh, Franklin Richards. I had the I had the sibling duo on there. Cute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
It just didn't help that no I one, can't no remember. one, no one knew my characters because if I am, I am dead serious. If people knew who my team was, the people on my team, my team would have won. Really? Like Franklin Richards is the most powerful being in Marvel. Like he controls Galactus. He can control Galactus. And it's just like he is insanely powerful. And Valerie Richards, because that was the intelligent person on our team. Yeah. Valerie Richards is the most. In- she's more intelligent than Reed. Like she is the most intelligent person in the gal in in the Mar- Marvel universe. Yeah. And so it's like I had these two characters. Hyperion is just the Superman version or the Marvel version of Superman. Like he's insanely powerful. Mm-hmm. Like Thor can't even beat him. Like he's just that empower powerful. I had Constantine who is one of the Oh, I remember you had yeah, Constantine too. Who yeah. is like the greatest magic user in the DC universe. And it's just like but no one knew who my characters were, so it's just like I knew who Constantine we, was. Yeah, so we couldn't do anything with my list. Yeah. Um I felt bad. It's fine. Because I was, cause I was like, yeah. I mean, your list probably was. If if memory serves, my team was pretty damn good, though. I think I had. I want to say I had Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact I had uh, Thor. I had Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. And I think. God, I want to say I had either Captain America or... I don't think you had Cap. I think AJ had Cap. He had Cap? Yeah. I wish I had my list still, but yeah. I, I, I had a really well-rounded team. Oh, like, yeah. Most everyone did. It, we all had good team. No, they were all they were all really, really cool teams, and it was like, man, this would be so so cool to see. Yeah. Oh, man. And and, the, and you couldn't... Obviously, no one could choose duplicates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was a blast. I'm sure we've talked about this at least six or seven hundred times on the probably, show. Probably, probably. Actually, I I think this is uh, I think this is only <laughs> the third time actually. But um, where the crap were we? D-list characters. Right. Uh, this one is hard because it's hard for us to like try to find D-list characters because the whole point of D-list characters are their characters where someone says and you're like, that's a character, right? And then you're like, that is a character. And you just don't really Cause it was think like, about Like you said, discontinued. There's a lot of X-Men there on the D-list character side. Uh, yes. Infinite. Y- yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Spider-Man villains who are on the D-list side. There's a lot of Batman villains who are on the D-list side. Uh, villains in general. I would say more villains than heroes are on the D-list. There's so many throwaway villains. Like Tarantula, I would say, is a D-list Spider-Man villain. Um, you know who a really horrible villain was? Hmm. Nuclear Man from Superman oh, 4. Oh, yeah. He's a D-list villain. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Bad. He just oozes D-list. D-list superhero, Omega. I don't know about him. We have... Omega? We, we have a trade of his. Because oh, yes! we were given it by Chris at I Like Comics because he couldn't sell them. He had so many. And he's like, do you just want this? And I was like, sure. And it was like, that's how ever, bad it is. Did you ever read I it? I never read it. I never read it either. No. But that is a D-list vil- character. Omega. D-list superhero. That's right. Omega. Don't know who he is. Don't know who he is. That's funny. Uh, Who would other D-list? And I, I can't say we have D-list 
favorite D-list characters just because it's hard to think of characters we don't know. Um, uh, they get lost in a sea. It's a sea of D-list characters. Vast majority. Ah, uh, I yeah, I don't think I can think of The one. funny thing is at the top of the D-list is the executioner. Um from Thor. Okay. So he he is the guy with the the double guns in the in Thor Ragnarok. Okay. He is a character in the comics uh that uses a gun in his final last stand. But would you rank would, would you rank Hela as a C-list? Top of the C-list. I would actually put Hela in the B-list. If you're a Marvel fan, you know who Hela is. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the Asgardians, you know who they are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's. I would. If I, I, I had. Don't, to yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a single D-list character that I'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> them for sure. Yeah. There's probably a lot out there. Like if people showed them to us. Uh, to this day, I actually think Legion is either a high D-list, low C-list character, uh, because the show, uh, that's he's not Legion. Like as much as I enjoy the show. Uh, it's not that character. Uh, That's what I was wondering when I watched it. I was like, this isn't what I remember you talking about. Yeah. You had talked about Legion on the show a couple it's actually, times and then before the before the show came out, yeah. the, the show Legion, and then when we put it on, I was like, this doesn't seem at all like what it's you It's actually talking about. why I haven't finished the second season, because I'm... Uh, it's not what I was looking for. Uh, it's still entertaining. It's a good show. Uh, I remember I, being trippy. I recommend it to people. Um, it's just I, I keep expecting it to be something that's not, and, and uh, yeah. So, yeah, I would say he is still up there in the D list. People don't know who that character really is, but, but yeah, that is uh, our take on the the listing of the characters. Hope it was a little bit more informative, so that way when we say he always oh, an A-list character, he's a B-list character. You, you are have, totally in the dark. Yeah, you have more context to it, um, and where we're coming from, our mentality on it. Well, thank, thank you, you for all. joining us this week, and you guys have a great time. Take care. <laughs>